Good morning, everybody. Hopefully you're doing okay. I'm sure a lot of people had a rough night. Just to throw it out there, I do not intend this to be a political discussion today. It's just going to uh, be a normal show. We'll just kind of hang out and see where the topics go. But on that, welcome to Break the Cycle with DSD. I am your host, Dwayne. I am not a therapist, nor am I an attorney. I'm an individual much like you who's developed some uh, tips and techniques after nearly uh, a little over nine years of this going through this experience, having to deal with uh, a high-conflict divorce. I've developed some tips and techniques that I share with you that uh, hopefully will help you get your life back, break the cycle of abuse, and uh, hopefully repair your relationship or strengthen at least your relationship with your kids. Remember that a lonely, a licensed professional can diagnose an individual, individual with a personality disorder, so leave that to the professionals. Learn what you need to to understand the patterns of behavior. Focus on that, but don't go around talking to people about what your ex is or what you think they are and, and labeling them because it can mess with your credibility and hurt, you, uh, hurt your argument. And as soon as we lose our credibility, things tend to go to pieces. If you like what's going on here and you want to support the channel, you can do that by becoming a channel member over at YouTube. Just go to youtube.com slash divorce and look for the join button. You'll get special badges, custom emojis, your name listed in credits, and member-only events. And I think, I'm trying to remember when the next, I think it's the week after next. I'll have to double check, but there's one coming up here and uh, coming up soon. <laughs> If you want to get the text notification whenever the show goes live, just text DSD Live to 844-598-0012, 844-598-0012, and you'll be added on to the SMS list, and whenever I go live, it will send out the link to the show so you can kind of bypass YouTube and uh, get, get notified. If you want to call in and participate in the show today, you can do that by dialing 1424-373-5483. 1424-DSD-LIVE. <clears throat> um, and I'll turn that on a little bit so I don't... I, it's it's active, but I have to turn the lines on. So anyways, thanks guys for hanging out this morning. <sighs> Trying to... It's been a weird week, you know, I mean, just with, with a lot of stuff going on. And, and, I, and I, the topic I, I wanted to hit today, I just kind of want to dive into it. And I'm going to do this off the cuff. Uh, I don't necessarily have a lot of notes on this one, and I haven't I haven't talked about this in in quite a while. And that's it. At the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what anyone else thinks about you, about the situation, about your situation you're in, and what the reality is. We get too caught up in trying to convince everyone of our truth. And everything, it, it, it has to start from a foundation that we know who we are, we know what's real, and you stick with that. Because if you're going around trying to convince everybody of what, what the X is, what's happened to you, and they're looking at you like you're crazy, you are going to drive yourself insane trying to rally people to your cause. At the end of the day, you can only really control your own thoughts and emotions. And this is where it's really important for the self-validation. I talk about that a lot. And that's like the cornerstone or the foundation, however you want to say it, to your recovery. As soon as you can get yourself in the mode to where you're like, okay, I know it's real. I know what happened to me. Okay, there's flying monkeys going around believing things, saying things about me. You got to get to the point that you don't care. Now, the second part about this is that what's, what's really important is when you're not getting validation externally, when you're not looking for other people to say, yes, you're right. Yes, that was terrible what happened to you. Yes, you're a good person. It helps you build better boundaries. And until you get to that point, if you are 
setting your value, uh, your self-worth on the thoughts and feelings and opinions of others, you are setting yourself up for a huge problem. The reason is, is if you get into a real, well, the reason is the short version is, is that if you're trying to placate other people to get them to accept you, to love you, to respect you, to think highly of you, then you're going to bend your, those boundaries we were just talking about to get that, because that's, what's going to be your priority. Your priority is going to be getting that validation from the person, whoever it is you're trying to seek it from. That can be a romantic relationship. That can be family. That can be friends. That can be, you know, coworkers. I mean, I understand in, in some situations, you know, like in the work environment, you have to play, you have to play a little bit of a game. But at the end of the day, you need to be strong in your foundation on that you are okay with yourself. That you don't need someone else to do that. To 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 make you whole, I guess, if you want to say it that way. The way that plays out, and I'm sure most of you can agree with this, if that's not the case, most of the time you're going to compromise on a problem instead of saying, hey, I don't like this. I don't like what I'm current, you know, what's currently happening. And it needs to, you know, it needs to stop. You're reluctant to have a conversation with somebody because you're afraid to stand up for your for what's important to you because you're afraid to lose what's gonna um, what you think you have are you gonna you're afraid to lose that potential of uh, the 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 carrot of validation okay so I went a little bit off the rails on that let me just bring this back to what I was originally talking about and why this is important it's like when we get caught up in this situation it's the worst nightmare you are cruising along your day, you're living in your own fantasy land, and we all were living in our own fantasy land. And your relationship explodes. You, you get, find yourself in the midst of a smear campaign. You have other people, flying monkeys, who are going around and citing, believing what the other person is saying and citing with it. And it's like the double, triple whammy. You're sitting there going, what in the hell just happened? We've been talking about that the last week with some of the different callers. And the reality is, is that and this is something I had to struggle with. You have to just say, you know what, whatever. People are going to believe whatever. I don't freaking care anymore. I'm just going to focus on trying to be the best person I can, find the peace and the happiness in my own life. Anybody else who is siding with with uh you know team x team narc you just turn around and and say okay fine you know what they picked they picked their side they're obviously not healthy for me and you have to control your own environment you have to control what you allow into your environment the reality is or the good part about this is once you do this it releases you from a ton of the crap that you're stuck to and gives you the opportunity to start living a better life. And that is a huge thing. I mean, you don't even see, you know, anybody who's at the beginning parts of this, who, who may, who may be look, listen to what I'm saying right now going, wait a minute, that's like, you know, I'm stuck in this nightmare right now, but maybe one little thing I can leave you with is that at the end of the day, you um, you get to the other side of this and it's like all this crap that used to just hold you back really isn't there anymore. Never, I personally never thought that that would happen. I didn't, didn't accept, it didn't ex, expect, not accept, expect that. And uh, it was like a, like a, like a nice, like a nice little bonus, like a nice little bonus. <laughs> all right. That was the main topic I wanted to hit today. Let me go ahead and just, resume the phone line. So the phone lines are actually open. And uh, let's see. Oh, let me let me grab this. Uh, uh, 
your name always always messing me up. A narcissism abuse survivor. I haven't seen you around in a while, I don't think. So welcome back. It says, uh, DST, good morning. Thank you all. Thank you for all you do. I have a settlement hearing uh, today and uh, this morning, an hour away from me. I'm experiencing all kinds of personal emotions right now. Your show brings me relief. Thank you. Well, glad I can help, man. Just take some deep breaths. I know that these things are stressful. We've had a lot of people lately who have been able to get some time in court. So uh, hopefully it will go well. I hope you share back with it. If it's, let's see, settlement hearing means that you're not going to trial. It just means, it sounds like what it is, the judge is bringing you guys back in and saying, okay, you guys have had a few, you know, you've had some time to try to figure it out. I want to hear what's going on. Are you closer to a settlement to try to determine whether you're going to go to court uh, a narcissism abuse survivor. What are you, what's your expectation on this? Do you think that uh, you guys are going to be able to get to the settlement or not? I'm trying to just read what you're writing. Ooh, I'm I'm trying to read. I, I'm not going to put this up because of how you said it, but. But it looks like it sounds, or it sounds like your ex is, uh, if I'm reading that correctly, is starting to annoy the judge. That's the thing. If we give these people enough time, they typically show their true colors and start to annoy people. I was talking with a client, a coaching client, the other day. Actually, I think it was yesterday, and. Uh, uh, his ex has been playing the the uh, serious abuse card, but has done it in such a way that nobody believes her now. The therapist, the protective services, the detectives, because it went to that route, the judge, you know, and it's just hard sometimes to stay calm and just, you know, let things play out, let it see how it goes to see if they ultimately you, you know, disintegrate, on a <laughs> disintegrate upon themselves. Will Hayes says, yep, I built my boundaries wall out of a mix of, at a minimum, I can't, uh, I can't even say that, the Wolverine skeleton and vibranium Captain American shield. That's pretty funny. I like that, man. That's what we got to do. It's weird, right? We go through this situation. Oh, I see Debbie was, or, uh, uh, Debbie's obviously here because she's over there. And uh, uh, Spiritual Power Coaching. I was talking to her the other day about the whole Johnny Depp thing. That's kind of where the premise of this show came from. Um, because it's just that 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 whole thing was, you know, we'll talk about that at a different show. I'll make a show on that. Anyways. Um, yeah, sorry, I got my got my my train of thought derailed. <laughs> Let's see. I'll go ahead and put this one up. A narcissism abuse survivor says uh, to, to Debbie, thank you, I appreciate that. I'm really so blessed that I stumbled upon DSC's channel when I was deeply in the dark and alone. Man, I tell you, I, that, again, that's one of the reasons why I created this because I remember those days when I was here all by myself trying to trying to reconcile what had just happened, trying to see a way forward, and I didn't. It was, uh, it was a very dark, scary time that seemed like there was no path out of this, and nobody understood. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, geez. Okay. It looks like there is a caller, so I'll wait until it's doing the processing thing. So I'll grab that in a moment. I'm uh, hopefully you guys all have your coffee for today. I luckily see I need to I, I know I always say this. I need to start. I need to start with a, this. This needs to be my second my second cup, but it never seems to happen that way. All right, I'm going to grab this. I'm going to go to 816. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, Dwayne, this is Will. How you doing, sir? Hey, Will. How are you doing today, man? 
Doing all right, doing all right. Actually, you're talking about coffee. I had to run out to Walmart the first thing this morning because I didn't have any coffee. That's tragic whenever you open up the shelf and you're like, oh, my God, I screwed up. I know, right? Like, how did I miss that? Yeah, I had that happen to me the other day, actually. Anyways, what were you going to say? Sorry. No, no worries, no worries. Um, I was going to call in, well, I tried to call in the past couple of days, and it, it's funny how things work out. You know, I didn't get through, um, and what I was going to talk about, it's almost like you somewhat summarized it at the beginning of today's show, um, because oh, okay. I was struggling with, with um, you know, you have two sides, you know, yeah. you have you know, the quote unquote narc or the, the personality disordered person, whatever, you know, and I just call it team X. You have team X. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right, 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 right. So, you know, if, you know, and, and my case, okay. So my ex, she, she believes that she's justified in doing everything that she's done. Yep. You know, there is some sort of justification and some of that even points back to me. Well, you made me sleep with him, you know, that sort of deal. Yeah. On the other side, I feel justified in putting up my wall and putting up my boundaries. And no, I'm not. No, I'm not going to do that. You know, and listening to, you know, your your channel and other channels um, that actually sometimes that's described as being narcissistic you know, where no matter what she says, like for me, if it, if it, if it doesn't actually have to happen for the kids, then the answer is no. Like I don't take anything. No, like I don't yeah. want you essentially don't exist. I parent by myself. Now some would look at that and say, wow, you're being narcissistic. You're being yeah. really harsh. Da, 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 da. But I feel justified in that. And that's how I've been able to, you know, heal mentally and emotionally by essentially blocking her completely out. Like, nope, you don't get any say in anything that's happening with the kids when they're over here. If it's not like some major decision, you know, major decisions, of course. Well, yeah, little minor things. What are we going to do? You know, Halloween. Nope. Nope. I do my Halloween. You do yours. Right. Right. Um, So, yeah. So I was going to call and ask, you know, so if one side thinks that they're right and the other side thinks that they're right, like who's actually right. But as you touched on earlier at the end of the day, like it doesn't actually matter, you know, in terms of growth and, and moving forward, you know, sitting here racking my brain every day, trying to figure her out. What's her next move going to be? And yeah. Oh, it's been a week. Oh, oh my God, what's going to happen? I know a text is coming sometime, you know, it's, it's, it's madness, you know, and at the end of the day, none of that matters. Yeah. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm actually to a point and I have you to thank for this. I'm actually starting to get to a point where I can just focus on me, you know, because none of that stuff, who cares what she's thinking and who cares what she's doing. Yeah. And I've, I've basically made her out to be this criminal mastermind. That's like 37 Man, steps ahead. And I'm, <laughs> I'm here like the usual suspects with the pictures on the wall and the strings connecting the pictures and all this other stuff. And she's just living her life, you know? So I I know the crazy, the crazy, I just want to jump in. I mean, the crazy reality is, is they're doing their own thing, not even really thinking about us for the most part. And here we are spending every waking moment trying to strategize what the hell is going on. And it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it really doesn't, exactly. you know, and, and I just want to dovetail just on one other thing you were talking about, because I think we all go through this whenever we start to set up boundaries with these people, because we have to, to survive. You're right. It looks and feels weird. And other people can say, well, now you're the problem. And, and you just have to get to the point that's like, screw everyone else. I'm, I know what I have to do for me. And I know that if I allow this this, you know, demons, you know, being sarcastic, but into my, my realm or into my life, it puts everything at risk because this person has so much emotional power or potential to, to, to cause problems that it's just, you, we can't allow it. You know I mean? So no, you're spot on, man. I mean, and, and I know, and you might have other people who have in the past who have said, you know, man, you're doing it wrong or you're being too harsh or you're the narcissist. And it's like, you just have to believe your own truth. 
you have to accept what the reality yeah. is and, and do what's right for you for once. Cause exactly. most of the time exactly. we don't. So. Yeah. I'm, I'll, you know, people pleasing and trying to, yeah. you know, I'm asking different people. Am I, is this the right thing to do? Or is it, what about that? Uh, well, that doesn't uh, feel right. Uh, you know, it's like, I just need to do what's good for me. That helps me move forward and be the best dad for my kids. I can be yeah. period. If it falls outside of that, then I can't, I'm not going to do it, yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, exactly. Anyway, yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and drop off the wing. Thank you for taking my call. I really, you know, love your show and appreciate everything you're doing, sir. Thanks for calling. Will. have a great rest of your day, man. Same to you. So I just want to dovetail on that. If I can hit the right button and not hit the wrong button, like I did a minute ago. And you know, I mean, that's the key. You, you, well, let me say what the key is first. The key is just realizing that that it doesn't matter what the ex says. It doesn't matter what they're trying to say. Uh, the hard part about it is, is they figure out that you're doing that. Most of the time, they'll come back and they'll say, well, why don't we co-parent, right? It's like as soon as you set up a boundary and they can't find a way to get back in, then they're going to look at it and try to come up with a, a scenario to make you feel like crap for not doing it you you just have to focus on building your life rebuilding or you know salvaging the rest of your life focusing on them trying to placate them is a waste of time and it's frustrating and and especially when they play like what he the caller was talking about when they start playing this game like you know like with his example being the halloween thing it's like oh what are we going to do for halloween and it's like we ain't doing nothing you do whatever the hell you're going to do. I'm going to do whatever. We're going to follow the court order, you know, and then I'll be like, oh, 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 well, you know, okay. My ex would do that all that, that crap all the time. It's like she'd throw something out there, you know, it's like, oh, let's just forget that I've been trying to stab you in the heart for, you know, every day for the last year. Now let's just put all, let's all just put that behind us. And, and why won't you let me get close with my sharp blades? I don't understand what your problem is. <laughs> anyways so uh, but that's good though i mean technically that that caller you know i mean that's somebody who's getting farther along on this and is starting to see their path through this and getting their life back so all right let's see oh it looks like some people were commenting on the whole you made me do this you know I, I mean, and we didn't discuss that when he was on there, but uh, yeah, I, I, they're going to say whatever the hell they need to say or whatever they think they can say to make it about you, not about them, and that it's your fault. I mean, the whole thing with, with you know, I cheated and it's, you know, you made me do it. That's crap. You know, I mean, or let me, let me say this. Maybe it's a cop out. If you're in a situation or if you're in a relationship and it's going south and you're not getting your needs met and you decide that you need to, you, you know, you need them met, you, that, the, the relationship's over, right? You either have a conversation and say, hey, you know, we're going to have an open relationship, which I would absolutely not recommend, or you say it's over and it's done, you know, just the... the <laughs> that, that, that always find, I always find that annoying, but just to be clear, I never dealt with that one. That was not an issue that, uh, was in my, my thing. Um, but anyways, oh my God, I feel, okay. So I'm going to do this with namaste. It says, thanks caller. And Dwayne, my move, mine moved into the basement and he tries to talk to me, but I know where that leads, so I say nothing, nothing to him. It looks bad, but works. Oh my God, I can't believe you guys who who are still stuck with your toxic exes in the same home. You guys have such amazing perseverance to have to endure that. And I know a lot of times it's uh it's it's just out of necessity, I think, right? I mean, most of the time it's like, oh crap. You know, there's no money for us to, you know, we can't, we can't afford to move out. So you, you're stuck in it. And I know in a lot of ways, 
a lot of, uh, uh, we haven't talked about this in a while, but a lot of people recommend and attorneys recommend, and it's very risky, but it's staying in the house, right? I mean, if you're going to, if, if the marriage is over, uh, and it's, what it is, is it's, a, it's, it's to try to end run around the, I'm the, I'm the primary custodial parent and I should get full custody because the other person's not here. And it's to limit the, I've decided you can't see the kids thing. So a lot of people recommend saying, just stay, stay in the house until you have a, have an order. Your divorce is done. Basically custody's done everything's done because then you're negotiating from a position of, well, you see the kids all the time anyways, you know? So, um, it's just, you got to just be careful and understand the type of person you're dealing with. Because if you're dealing with somebody who is going to go down and you are go down, that's not the right word. Uh, Try to utilize the silver bullet. Let me try that again. Basically, tying or tripping over my own tongue. Basically, domestic violence type issues. You're you're setting your you could potentially be setting yourself up to where you're then dealing with a criminal issue. Whoops, I hit my microphone, and uh, and the uh, family court issue, which just creates a whole nother uh, complete layer of complexity. Actually, at one point, I was actually considering staying, and the reason I didn't is I my at the time my uh, my brother was a local deputy sheriff, and he's like, "Dude, you're insane! You know, all she has to do is make a false allegation against you, and you're going to jail, man. You know, it's like if if they called me and there's a you know any, anything looks out of the ordinary, you're you're going away, and then you're going to be dealing with a criminal case." And your divorce, it's like you are nuts if you're staying anywhere near her. So that was kind of that was kind of nerve wracking. That kind of made me nervous. <laughs> I know I'm an attractive I'm an attractive man, but uh, I don't want to be attractive in jail. <laughs> okay, so I thought that was funny in my own head. <laughs> you guys will have to let me know. It's like, all right, Dwayne, you might want to have a little bit more coffee before you do your shows. Uh, let's see. Carrie says, I'm in Pennsylvania where you can get a divorce without leaving the marital home legally. I cannot, or legally, I cannot make my husband move out. Technically you can any, the, the only way you can make someone move out is if there's a DV issue and then you get a protective order and then they can't be there. But I mean, even in California, I mean, if, if you both own the house or you're both on the lease, then it's both per people's property. So you can't really force anyone out. But you just, like I said, you have to be careful. And, and, and just to be clear, every one of you guys need to be careful. I don't care if you're the mom or the dad in this situation, because if you are dealing with a toxic, narcissistic, vindictive, sadistic person... All they have to do is set you up and get you to respond in a way that fits their narrative where they can call 911 and you could potentially be going to jail or at least be removed from the house. And that's, I mean, granted, I mean, the risk is probably more towards the, the, the male in this. However, what I've seen, time, especially from talking with people throughout this channel for the last four some odd years is the narcissistic toxic person seems to have a unique ability to fabricate a story that everyone initially believes. I mean, so you have to be careful. Anyways. Oh, geez, that's a great point. John says War of the Roses. Oh, see, that's the other thing that I find so amazing. You know, and, and you guys haven't said it in a while. I haven't heard I haven't heard this in a while. You know, a lot of people are like, oh my God, you know, the narcissism and, and all this stuff is just, it's running rampant now. It was never like this. Well, War of the Roses is exactly what we're talking about. And that movie was made, what, in the 80s? It's, uh, who was, I'm trying to remember who, I can't remember who the actors were. I mean, I can see them, but I can't remember the names. But um, there's so many examples burned on film recorded on uh, on tape with for songs that talk exactly about this. The difference now is we have 
the internet, we have books, we have all kinds of information to really dive into what these behavioral patterns are. As opposed to just being a pop culture thing, it's like, oh, wow, you know, now that song, I can relate to it because, you know, now I'm now I've experienced that. It's instead, it's now one of those things where it's like, well, wait a minute, this is totally screwed up. Kathleen Turner. Right. Thank you, S.M. Fernandez. Uh, and who's the guy? Kurt Russell? No. Was it Kurt Russell? Michael Douglas. Thank you. Duh. Thanks, Tech Moore. You were just waiting to see if I would just flounder, which I was. Thank you, Tech. <laughs> and John, appreciate it. Debbie. All right. Now, see, I could see the I could see the faces. I just couldn't uh, place the names. So, anyways, I digress. Phone lines are still open. We're only at the half hour mark. Will says I left the house after whoops stopping by one night. And saw the new guy there on the couch. I packed up and moved out the next day. I gave up all rights to the house. Two years later, I have my own home or my own house. So, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. You know, I mean, I see uh, rule one, never leave the marital home. I can't say, I mean, now I can't. See, mine started playing with the the uh, the serious false allegations. So unless I could have, I don't know, you know, I'm not. I don't regret that I, that I left. But but let me let me just be clear on how, on what I did. When I left, I moved about a mile from where the other house was. I was able to rent because of where I live. Uh, and the cost of living was low, I was able to rent a, a, you know, a house. So I had room for the kids and I was doing everything to basically set it up to where I was in a position to have the kids at least half the time, if not full time. And I was not going for full time. I did not. Um, that's not what I was going for. I was just saying I wanted 50, 50. So I think that's, that's the, the caveat, right? I mean, now if I would have moved out and I would have moved in, you know, far away or like in a different town and I was renting someone's room or something or crashing with a buddy, well, then the problem with that is, is that the, the, the argument that's going to come right up is, well, do you have room, you know, do you have room for the kids? Oh, you're living in, you know, you're living in a, in a one, bed, one bedroom or you're, you're renting a room from somebody. Well, how are, you know, how is that going to work? You know, you guys all can't be in the same room. I mean, they would, and they were trying, right? I mean, I, I remember that was uh, some of the discussion or the questions were being asked is like, you know, well, you know, do you have, you know, do you have space for the kids and stuff like that? So uh, let's see here. Alex says, Dwayne, any advice to all that are impasse and battling with the fact that if the narc are aware or not awareness, what they are doing, if they're aware or not aware, I've, I've talked about this in the past. Um, my thought on this is it's more instinctual. You know, there, there, it, it, there's, there's varying thoughts on it, right? Some people are like, yeah, they know exactly what they're doing. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what, what they're doing or why they're doing it. It's just that they're doing it. My opinion is they have this lifelong experience where they have to play these games and it's just instinctual. They just, they, they lash out, they make up these stories. They, they keep the, the plate spinning, so to speak. That's probably a bad example, but, but you know, the chaos going to detract from, uh, from people looking at them and it's easy for them to play these games because they're emotionally detached and that's what they have, you know, that's what they do all the time. I mean, I see it and I see it all the time. I mean, it's just really frustrating. You can, you can watch, right? Cause it's like a cone of chaos that follows these people around as well. <clears throat> Let's see here. Um, <laughs> 
Okay, be careful who you guys are talking about. I don't want to, the uh, the conversation to go south. Um, so, uh, but I do have another caller from area code 612. Let me grab that right now. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, Dwayne. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, absolutely. What's going um, on? Yeah, I just, yeah, I'll back up what um, the previous caller, Will, said. Like, um, you've been a tremendous help to me quite a bit. Um, since I started going through this stuff. So just wanted to say thank you for that. Well, um, glad I could help. Actually, I was, yeah, I've been in a little bit of a, a funk for the last couple of months. What, like, long story short, my daughter had lived with me up until about two and a half months ago when everything fell apart. So um was in a bad spot, started working on the custody paperwork, was kind of like lollygagging with it a little bit. Like, I just wasn't taking it seriously kind of didn't really know what I was doing but mm. um anyway yeah then I got I got um not served but got a little notice in the mail from child support collections and they want my financial info and my employment info and all that stuff which is like fine but I was like well crap like I haven't done anything to be proactive so I started looking through some of your old videos and you were talking about it's either like being proactive versus reactive or Something along the lines of like anticipating what they're going to do next, right? And getting ahead of it. But you also you already have a um, you you got a game plan. So I kind of sat there. I'm like, what can I do for what can I do for myself? Like speaking of focusing on yourself, what, like starting with me, what can I do? Um, cut out any advice, and this is good advice actually for anyone that's listening. So cut out, you know, I I listed junk food on my little notes here, but you know, alcohol, um, smoking weed, whatever it is, whatever the people do, like no judgment. But if you're going, I just realized like, if I'm going to get this done, right, you got to cut everything out. You'd be the very best version of yourself. Yeah. Um, start eat well, start, start, start cooking. Anyway, I kind of, kind of digress. So I went and bought a waist bench. So I'm making, I'm doing like in my off time when I don't have the kids, I'm doing whatever I can to, focus on myself but so any, anyway so what can I do to focus on the case in like a, a civil way so I set up a, a shared calendar and she accepted it and I, I filled out all the dates with um, like the current parenting time arrangement which is not court ordered we haven't even been to court yet um, so I set that up she accepted it and then um, I, I set up a dentist appointment for our daughter on my day I added it to the calendar and like a day later, she says, oh, she already has a dentist appointment. Please cancel and let me know when it's done. So I responded. I'm like, oh, great. Thanks for doing that. Like, what are the details? Where is it? Um, when is it? Right. But didn't get a response. Waited about a week. Sent an email. Didn't get a response. I eventually did like two days ago. Um, but anyways, I did that. I'm like, okay, we can use this, this calendar to like co-parents and we can just put important dates and stuff on there for now until we, until we get to court. So, um, but it was like that, that initial response, like I was proactive. I made that dentist appointment and she just like shot it down. And what I bet happened is after I did it, she probably called some other uh, dentist office yeah. and set it up herself. More than likely that's typically so that what happens, really- but good, man. I mean, I'm, that's, but, you're, you're doing it right. Right. I mean, you're basically taking control of your environment. You're making, uh, better decisions and you're, you're instead of just laying down and getting rolled over on this, you're like, okay, all right, well, I'm in it. Let's, let's do this. Right. I mean, well, I got, I got even better. Yeah. So I quickly got my paperwork stuff done. And if for anyone who's, who's never been through it, I mean, you've got summons and petitions and affidavits and financial disclosure forms and affidavits, all this stuff. Right. Like, and then you got to make four copies of it. But right. yeah, I uh, ended up getting served last week. Um, so then, uh, like two days later, she emails me and says effective immediately, um, you know, my schedule is being cut in half. And she, she gets to say that right now. Like, I'll, I'll take whatever I can get. And this time I responded appropriately. Like, I wasn't like, how could, how could you do this to me? Or how could you do this to her? I said, okay, sounds good. Like, she'll be back at five when some, some there. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm a little bit under the water. Um, so then... I got, yeah, I don't know. So I'm trying to take stuff in my own hands. I got another email from her like the next day. So she was obviously pissed that she got served and 
read the paperwork. Oh, you, you served her? You served her? I served her. Yeah, because the oh, okay. thing was, okay. I was like, okay, if I don't get my stuff together right now, yeah. I'm going to be raped over the coals and probably end up like alienated. So, Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, absolutely. Yeah, called my dad, had him serve, serve her, and I did all the court stuff. And it's, uh, it's in the rocks now. Well, so, but I mean, if, if she turned around and, and unilaterally is like, okay, well, I've decided we're going to change this parenting time now. You, you, you have to do something. Yep. You can't just sit by. I mean, cause that's the game that, 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 that's the game that always gets played. As soon as they realize, even if they haven't been planning, if they hadn't been planning it, they're going to look at it and go, Oh crap, I need to make sure I have more time going into this because strategically, I mean, it's like, it's standard. The standard tactic is I've decided that this isn't he- healthy for the children. I've decided this is bad for the kids and, and we, you know, you need to see them less. And all it is, is to try to, right. to, to, to force the time change, the timeshare change. So good for you, man. I'm well, glad to hear that. I think I get it, you know, legally done. She's just trying to like, it's like, what do you do that? That poke, that beep, whatever. <laughs> you know, just oh, the poke. <laughs> yeah, I, the eye poke. <laughs> for now. Yeah. All I can do is document it and, and agree. The yeah, yeah. Day, um, I got another email that she's concerned about my, my mental health. Oh, of course. I've been emotional. Emotionally abusing her daughter, and um, I'm a drug addict and an alcoholic and all this stuff. So to be proactive, I didn't even respond. I went and got one of those little, um, like, breathalyzer keychain things yep. that connects to your phone. So you can do it, and it'll log it. You can keep a series of it. So I'm just going to do that every, you know, morning, afternoon, and evening and have this log <laughs> there. So if that comes up, that's funny. Say, you know, if you hear your this is this is a, a log of me breathing into a breathalyzer for the last however many days. So, you know, two yeah. months ago, I would have been like, how could you say that? Yeah. You're totally wrong. Blah, blah. Like, oh, I'm just going to go get ahead of it right now. Um, and then and it's just, it's been worse and worse. It's just like, these, it's like every two days, it's this thing. Like, how can I, like, like we forgot a teddy bear um, over here last time she oh, was here. And, um, and I'm hurting her because she's so attached to it. And how could I forget it? She was here for three days. She didn't touch the thing. Like she's just making stuff up. Yeah, I and can't they, yeah. Hurting Berlin. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, they'll anyway. they'll grasp for straws to do that. Well, hey, thanks. Um, you know, sounds like you're on the right track, man. And thanks for sharing that. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'll call in a few weeks and keep you guys posted. Yeah, please do. All right. Have a great rest of your day, man. Thank you. You know, I just, it looks like there's another call or two. So before I do that, I just want to just hit this point. And that's, man, they will look for anything and everything to try to jab you in, you know, to, to you know, grab their bony little finger and go boop right in your eye. And it's one of those things where don't take the bait. Try to, try to minimize around it. You know, I mean, uh, like even on the teddy bear thing, in that situation, either just ignore them, uh, or if it's, if it works for you to go, all right, fine, well, I'll just, you know what, I'll bring it right over right now, but it just depends. You know, I'm not saying that's the right answer, you know, pretty much whatever is the right answer for you is the right answer, you know, and don't overthink it because no matter what you do, your, your ex is still going to try to trash you, right? Because you could be thinking, I'm just brainstorming right now. You could be thinking, you know, oh crap! You know they're saying that I that I that I'm not responsive and whatever. So I'll jump in the car and drive over. Well, even if you did, even if you were like, oh wow, I didn't even notice. Yeah, okay, fine, I'll bring it right over. Not a big deal. You know, send little send little Susie out to grab it, which they probably wouldn't do, but whatever. And uh, but no matter what, even if you did that, somehow it's going to be spun that you're the bad guy. It's like, well, it's just so sad that your dad just didn't, doesn't understand what's so important to you, little Susie, you know, and it's so sad that we had to call him to have him, you know, and beg him to bring it over. Right. I mean, that type of crap. Just, just realize you can't win with these people and do what's right for you. Right. I mean, if your little, if your little daughter or your little child is calling and crying saying, Hey, you know, would you bring it over? And you can fine, you know, anyways, man. John says Dwayne has a lot of advice on the relationship with kids topic. It's not easy. Oh my God, it is not easy. It is so freaking brutal and frustrating and just, just, it's tough. 
All right, let me see what else is going on in the comments. And then I'll grab the other, uh, oh crud, there's two callers. Um, well, let me look in the comments real quick. I'll just kind of scroll around, see if there's anything that I missed that is significant. So, oh wow, okay, this is just going, Namaste was saying to, to John, my, so her lawyer is also saying, my lawyer did uh, said, don't leave too, even though I don't want the house. See, it's, it's so sad that this crap all gets into that strategic, you know, positioning, moving your chest or moving your checker pieces. Cause God, this is like, you know, the emotional level of checkers. It's just, it's just silly. But when you're dealing with somebody that's toxic, I mean, I get it. It's like, well, if you move out, then you lose, you know, it's, it's, it's frustrating. It's very, very frustrating. All right, let's see here. I'm going to scroll back down. I, I see you guys liked my boob. <laughs> and I appreciate, I have two windows open uh, where uh, I can see the actual, it shows me the emojis correctly. All the little boop emojis from all the channel members because they get to use those. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, I am going to go to area code uh, 978. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, Dwayne, it's Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany, how are you doing this morning? So I couldn't help myself. I'm at work and I just have to respond. Um, for your first topic about uh, keeping up appearances, um, do do what you need to do for you. Be health, healthy and happy because at the end of the day, if you happen to go back into court, your, your crazy, crazy ex is making all these allegations and you're over here being just you. Like saying yeah. level headed, got it together. And that's, that's the important thing that judges look at. So very true. My, my crazy ex is probably going to start a text battle with me about me getting, um, setting up a parenting conference and he's probably going to tell me I have no right and I'm just going to let him run with it. Once we recognize the pattern we should totally just expect it. Yeah. But just move on with our life. Well, and use their and own, secondly, their the own responses why, against them. Right. I mean, that, that's the other benefit to this. If we yeah, don't that's engage, a, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. If we don't engage in their, in their shenanigans, I mean, that's a weird way to say it, but, but then you have this whole tre this whole record of you being reasonable, you being calm and them being a nut job. You know, the problem is, is most of the time people take the bait. Yeah, it, it's it's hard. It's hard, but yeah, it's you know, true. It is. It's it's one of those moments where you go, okay, yep, uh, okay, yeah, I un I understand you're upset, okay, and yeah. then just leave it at that. Let them let them fester with their own hatred and and anger. Yep. Exactly. Great advice, don't, man. Don't it, it, be you. And it's so hard that it's 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 such. I mean, once you realize that, it's such a simple concept. You know, when you, when you finally get to that point and it clicks, you're like, oh, wow, that's easy. That, that makes sense. You know, I don't have to respond to everything that they say. I don't have to do this tit for tat to, I, to systematically go down why what they're saying isn't true. It doesn't matter. Let them say whatever the hell they want. Let them put it on, on record. And you just, or we just demonstrate that we're being reasonable. And you don't even have to go and say, look, you know, stop saying this. If they do this diatribe on whatever... Just say, look, the appointments, you know, the parent teacher conference is Thursday at nine. Are you going to, you know, see you there done. Right. So, well, I mean, you, you don't even have to say anything like that. You can just acknowledge that they have spoken and you have read the message and that's it. Yeah. Actually, that's probably even your better bet because anytime you respond, it's going to give them an opportunity to, to, uh, re-engage. So, Anything else, Tiff? And if you're doing it by email, do the uh, the secured email where if yeah. someone reads it, it sends an email back to you saying that it was read. But the second thing about the lawyers is that most judges don't want the children to move out of their home that they've lived in all their life. Yeah. That's why a lot of lawyers tell you to stay. No, it makes sense. I mean, because you're that's going to be an argument against you, right? So... Um, 
exactly right. I just, you gotta be really, I mean, I, like I said, I, 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 uh, I have a lot of respect for the people that can do that, but it is, I mean, you gotta understand the risk and you really need to understand who you're dealing with and how far they're willing to go before you make that decision. In my, my opinion, at least. So, well, Hey, thanks Tiffany for calling. I appreciate it. I mean, if you can handle it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't want to get you in trouble. I know you're running the, I know you're running the show today. You're the big boss. So thanks for calling in (laughs) for the next two weeks. There you go. Hey, this will lead to that promotion you're working on. Hopefully. All right. Thanks for calling. Yeah, Tiffany's a regular for the show and she's always on the discord. So if you guys, you know, remember there is a DSD discord, uh, where we, the conversation continues offline, man, we're down to the last 10 minutes. Oh man. Right, let me just check the comments and then there's another caller. I'll grab that in a moment. Let's see. Oh man, I, you know what? I'm gonna maybe what I'll do. Alex had a quite or a comment. He says my new partner is very understanding, but is always looking for better ways to understand me and what I have been going through. Um, that's a big topic on its own. You know what? I'll I think I'll make that t- the topic for tomorrow. So because uh, <clears throat> that's a that's a big one. So sorry about that. Almost coughed in the microphone. That would have been annoying. All right, I'm going to go to probably the maybe the last caller. I'm not sure. Uh, area code eight eight four five. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, Joey, it's Matt from New York. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? This 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 topic turned strangely focused on you today. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of things. I wanted to touch on something, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Get feedback and that uh, the other day I took some, uh, I took some bait, um, nothing terrible, but there's a thing with, um, lately it's been a couple of episodes where I get a call from my wife at work saying, you know, our son, you know, what's his, you know, our son, someone's a Bobby son, whatever. Bobby says that blah, 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 you know, that kind of thing. Um, this thing was, uh, he has a journal that he does for school. And when he does it, when he draws something that I, he and I did together, I tell him how much I enjoy that and how much it touches me. And I love that. I tell him that. Um, so he was, uh, I guess he was doing his journal, you know, and uh, he said, uh, long story short, she told me that he said that uh, if, if he doesn't draw something that involves me, that I'll be mad. Uh, uh, here we go. It's always something. So I got aggravated. I didn't do anything. She'll say, she said, you know, you were very, you were nasty to me. I wasn't nasty to her. I don't think I'm nasty. Right. You know, um, I just say, I, I'm, I'm tired of this. I, I can't, uh, I don't want to hear this anymore. And then she's like, well, here, talk to him and let's see what I was like, no, you're not putting him in the middle. That's what she likes to do. She likes to put him on oh, the yeah. stand and say, well, yeah. what did, I'm like, I'm not doing that. So I get off the, I got off the phone, but then I'm all frazzled because I know what this is. I've heard these arguments before that they make. It's like, look, they almost try to turn it around on me. Now I'm a monster. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally, you really think I'm telling my son, don't, I mean, that's what she would do, I think, you know, whatever, but it's, I don't like those accusations and just, uh, she, she baited me into it. And, and I think it's, maybe it's true that the sense that I, I, I was so excited about when he draws something of me, he implied that I would prefer he do that. There is a possibility. Oh yeah. No, I mean, it's true. The implication is that I told him literally, you draw things with me. You don't draw things with mommy. And any and everything with me goes back to court because I'm par- scared to death of yeah. losing everything. Right. And they're going to say, oh, you monster. Look what you said. No, you I, tell but, your son that you, you want to make this whole show? Yeah, let me let me just jump in real quick. So so he, here's the thing, yeah. right? I mean, your, our exes or your ex is going to do exactly that, is going to try to find any way to try to drab you, to poke you in the eye, right? Uh, and, and it's, it's horrible because they take things out of context and it's very likely that your son made some comment about, Oh, you know, I want to draw something. I mean, could have said it in a very nice way. Like, Oh, daddy really likes it when I draw a picture of him. So I want to make sure I draw a picture of him. I like, cause I like making him happy. Right. There's nothing, 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 nothing mm-hmm. necessarily wrong with that, but then they're able to take and spin it to, to something nefarious. Here's a simple thing, right? Just like, Hey, I'm at work. 
can't talk about it right now. I got to go click, right? I mean, just, just hang up on her, you know, just say, Hey, I have to go. When you see yeah, your son, when I, you, it's when, when it, yeah, I know, I know it catches you off guard. It catches you off guard. You're not expecting it. Yeah. And you're, and you typically don't respond to people like that. Right. I mean, we're, we're, we're taught etiquette wise. You don't do that. Right. And it seems wrong and it's, and it's, you know, it's tough to, to, to do things that feel outside of our comfort zone. And then the flip side is, is that when you see your son later, just say, Hey buddy, um, you know, Hey, just so you know, and I'm just doing this off the cuff. So don't, I'm not saying this is exactly how you deal with it, but this is my thought on it. You would just basically say, Hey, uh, you know, just to be clear, you know, you don't have to draw a picture of me every day. I just thought it was really cool. You know, it was kind of, kind of neat, but you don't have to do that every day. You know, if you want to do it fine, if you don't, whatever, I want to see what you're doing creatively. And if you want to draw a tree with a dog running around it, that's fine too. You know, just make it benign, right? That that's the way to go around and and undo, not undo, but to uh, to to kind of inoculate the situation on this drama and chaos that your ex is trying to throw out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what I did. Yeah, yeah. He drew. He ultimately drew something that involved uh, my in-laws and his mother. And I just like I always do. I always praise his relationship with other people. I I, I, told, I just told him how great that was too. Yeah. And how much I like that. I didn't really get into that. You don't have to draw anything about it. Was, it was just about how great that was. That and works too. Yeah. You should get that because I've always done that. I've never been, you know, and then, you know, you always have, you're tempted to. You are tempted to, to do. I know I am. I'm, I'm always tempted to say, you, you literally say, you know, not, you know, mommy's bad. Not that I, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You want to go in there. You want to. Oh, right, right. And then, but then I've told you sometimes when he, when he says something with that, that clearly shows that he understands not that mommy's a monster but like when he says you know mom when i called you i said he said yeah why do you yell at daddy i was like oh he knows and i didn't have to tell him those things you, right, sometimes right. you want to and then if you really if you take that you know temptation and you do it you almost lose, you destroy yourself and you become you know it's a slippery slope into becoming what you're fighting against now, now you're giving them you know that kind of stuff yeah. that's twisting their mind exactly and kind of confusing and it, it's, so I try not to do, but it, it shook yeah. me, and I took that, and and, and we got into the thing, and and uh, she shook me more because then it, it somehow it gets into uh, on the, then we got on the phone, mm-hmm. and uh, it got into. Uh, she says, you know, ultimately she says, you know, well you can move out, and oh, it gets course. into again. I'm not <laughs> yeah, moving out. I'm where my I'm, I'm I'm where my son is. That's where I am. Um, you know, I could move out if you would agree to a, to an equitable custody arrangement. Well, that's not in his best interest. Because I've decided what's in his best interest. You don't get to decide. It's me. Yeah, I know. Just yeah, it triggers me with my anxiety. My heart rate goes up, and then I said to her, "Absolutely." And if any, if there has to be, if there has to be a custodial parent, it shouldn't be you because you're unfit for that role. And that pissed her off. And uh, and I shouldn't have probably. I I I was upset with myself for going that far. You know, I go. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I was. It wasn't the worst thing. It was like I called her. You know, names, screamed at her. Well, yeah. We like to do that. Oh, crud! We're almost out of time. So let me uh, let me let you let you go, and I'll and I'll I'll end on this on this topic. So thanks for calling, man. All right. So what I just want to say, what what I want to try to to say on that. Is um, geez, if I can get my thought my thought right on this, is we all are going to make mistakes, right? Like that last little example he was talking about probably shouldn't have said. But here's the thing: we get put through such a ringer that sometimes we have to do things like that, right? I mean, I know that there's things I did that I would absolutely recommend you guys not do. That if I was calling into the show, you know, my 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 seven year old self, not seven year old, but seven years in the past was was asking for advice. I'm like, man, don't do that. But here's the caveat with this. Sometimes it's so frustrating and we feel so powerless with this that we don't, it's not that we don't have a choice, but it's like we feel like we have to do something. Now, I've done those things. I've said like what he's talking about. I've made those comments. I've done worse. And I've gotten to the point now that I realize that it's not good for me to go down there anymore. But I've gotten to the place to where I'm okay with that so I can do that. Back then, I couldn't do it. So when you do something like that, don't beat yourself up. I mean, don't make it a you know reoccurring pattern because there are risks to it. But sometimes you you have to do that. You have to basically you know poke them back in the eye just to try to even the playing field. And on that, thank you guys for hanging out with me today on this Wednesday. 
Uh, I know we're about out of time, so I'm just going to say thank you to all the channel members who make this happen. Uh, appreciate you guys, and uh, as I always say, there I recognize everyone at the end of the show with a scrolling list that keeps getting longer. I really appreciate that. I'll be back tomorrow. Take care. Sorry for the last caller. Leave a message when it closes out, and uh, we'll see you here tomorrow.